I'm Jess. And I'm Elise. And welcome to a very awesome episode of The Dog Pile. That's where everybody from Hawkhound Media gets together to chat. We have, of course, your favorite girls from Quirks of Creation. Of course. And we also have PJ and Abby from Conspiracy Pilled. And we and have Katie Zed from Overruled. Yay! So tune in to hear us all hang out, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Dog Pile, where the, all the hosts of Hawkhound Media get together to shoot the shit and, uh, <laughs> you know, do our thing. So And make fun of PJ. And make fun yeah. of me. I am, I am <laughs> hopelessly <laughs> outnumbered. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, the, I'm your host, PJ Williams, uh, founder of Hawkhound Media. And with us today, as always, is Abby Libby from Conspiracy Pilled. It's a show I think I've heard of. I, yeah, I mean, it's around. It sounds familiar. Yeah, someone's someone's probably watched it. We also have Katie Zed from Overruled. How's it going, Katie? Pretty good. How is everybody doing? Good, good. We got uh, Jess from Quirks of Creation, our newest show. Uh, Formerly doing lit. You're still doing lit sometimes. Yeah, I'm still doing lit. Still doing well, lit once yeah. a month. Yeah, yeah. So we got a we got an exciting episode coming up. Well, at least yeah. I'm excited because I'm a nerd. I'm a but we have our. Oh, sorry. What? I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, nobody cares what you think. So, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we have our newest member of Hawkhound joining us tonight, Elise. How's it going? Also yeah. part of Quirks of Creation, which is our new show, our new host, all shiny and fun and whatever. So how you doing? Good. I'm so excited to be here and super nervous because I don't know what hazing is going to happen. But that's all right, well, we're just going to put you on the spot Take for the next five it's, minutes and you're going to tell us your story, <laughs> and introduce yourself. <laughs> Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants that. That was good. Nobody that was good. That. Solid. <laughs> have we, You're welcome. Have we divulged that Elise's Peter's sister? No. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe people know. Oh, we were keeping that a secret. <laughs> yeah, come on. Way to go, Abby. I wanted to keep I wanted to keep the blatant nepotism of of Hawkhound a secret. Yeah, so. you know me. I can't let anything go. I have to expose it all. Yeah. <laughs> she exposed PJ's dark secret of nepotism. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Dark it's all. How this girl get involved? Now. Oh, that's how. So take a second for people who haven't seen it because the last time we did a dog pile, um, and I know that we was I was even getting messages from people yesterday, like, "Hey, is there a new Hawkhound show on Friday?" So I know a lot of people are showing up and getting familiar with it. But for people who are not, um, why don't you explain what Quirks of Creation is and and stuff like that? Awesome. Well, Quirks of Creation is (laughs) um, it's our new podcast that talks about science and history. And I love how Jess put it in like our first episode is like the thumbprint of God and how he kind of shows up in just these really quirky, cool ways. We always kind of say he's cheeky and how he shows up in and everything. So um, I think we take what some people consider like the boring subjects of like science and history and we show them our passion for it and how God shows up in these things and just actually how how cool these subjects actually are. Uh, like for me, science is not my forte. So um, that is totally Jess's realm. 
but it's kind of cool because it's not my forte. So I can ask these questions that other people might not understand or whatever and vice versa. And it's just a really cool back and forth. And, um, I'm, I'm excited about it and I've been loving every minute of it. So it's been really awesome. Cause like Elise said, I mean, history is not my forte. I mean, I don't know anything about anything at any time and anywhere. So I'm always really excited <laughs> when uh, she brings these cool topics. Like our, the past two shows she's done, she's talked about the flood <laughs> and Sodom and Gomorrah. Elise so is like just like, let's talk about ancient apocalypses, <laughs> future I, destruction I, of the world. Let's, <laughs> uplifting let's talk content. about all the depressing things. God hates how, let's, let's figure out how many That's times we can thing. figure out when God was pissed off with people. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, it's not like in everybody. a in a like sort of black pilled fashion. It's very much, hey, this is something that actually happened, and people in science and people in history try and discount it, and here's the actual evidence for it. Like yeah. it's so hard to uncover that evidence because most the time people don't know where to look and these people who don't want you to know about the bible work so hard to cover it up to keep you from knowing the truth right um so i think what elise is doing is really cool i'm really excited to bring all the really nerdy science stuff because someone needs to listen to me otherwise i'm just talking to my husband <laughs> <and he> hates <laughs> well i i like that you bring that up because i feel like and this has become more apparent to i think all of us as we've been doing these shows is that we want to bring hope to the world so we, we and every one of our shows goes into like really dark subjects. So it's really easy for people to listen to this type of content, normally get this type of content and a get really black pilled on it. And two, they get it from a very secular perspective. So I think that's something that we can offer. Um, I mean, me and Abby talk about <laughs> like demonic child sacrifice stuff and we still find a, uh, a reason to have hope and to look forward to things and to to have a laugh. And Katie Zed talks about just straight up murder like and all rape. the time and rape and things yeah. like that. <laughs> but she also teaches people how they can survive these situations and yeah. um, things that they can do better in their lives and, and stuff like that. So there's always and some positive instances where people were victims and they found God because yeah. of it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your your most recent um, overruled episode was, I think, your best one. I think that one was really fantastic. Thank you. I got my computer fixed, so everything worked. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> well, well, it was that, but it was just the subject matter of it. Do you want to, like, for people who missed it, kind of, like, explain what that one was a little bit? Uh, yeah, there was a young girl who was 17 in Tampa, Florida, and she got kidnapped for 26 hours and was violently beaten and raped. And the, I say the word rape because a lot of people try to soften it but that's what happened to her and through that experience she actually was thinking about committing suicide that night and she ended up getting kidnapped that night and it put her on a projection to to where she found a purpose in life she prayed during this time she found god and she decided her life had meaning and purpose and went out and helped multiple people throughout her whole life she's in her 50s now this happened in the 80s i think um, and it was a very heartwarming story. She's still alive. She's a um, a school resource officer in uh, Tampa, I guess. And yeah, I can't remember what the county is down there. I think it was, I think it was Tampa. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I actually, I'm glad you said that because I feel like a lot of times people try to soften up the the harsh realities of what's going on, and, and especially in a case like rape and things like that. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Who's that for? Like, is it, it seems it's to be for, like if we make it, I'll for, tell you exactly yeah. who it's for, and I'm sure Abby and you will appreciate this. This is for YouTube. 
to not demonetize you. That's why people don't say yeah. the word rape. And I don't really care about YouTube anymore. So exactly. I'm going to tell it like it is. It is. I, sorry. Ahead, I, I think it is so sneaky that YouTube pretends to care about children. So they're like, well, you can't talk about this thing. You can't talk about child porn. You can't talk about rape. You can't talk about any of these things. You can't talk about the villains who are doing these things and expose them. Yes on our platform because we pretend to care about children. No, they're just covering for mm-hmm. it. Yep. That's exactly Absolutely. Right. Epstein right. on, on YouTube because they're covering for him. Absolutely. Right. And that just, was my point watched, is like when you soften these things up and yeah. you make it seem mm-hmm. less horrific than it is, all it's doing is giving a favor to the rapists, to the, yeah. the child traffickers, to all these people. I've yep. watched true crime content on YouTube where they, they bleep out yeah. the word rape. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? This is a victim who went through this. Tell right. her story, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's the other thing. It's just insulting. Like, I'm going to use your story to make money, but I am too squeamish to even say what happened yeah. to you. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry. Sorry, PJ. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I was. I think that's exactly where I was going with it. Is like, it seems like this is... Uh, it's it's like the term maps. It's like, well, we got to make these yeah. terms that are okay for the people who are committing these horrendous crimes. And make, mm. this it's is why okay. this is why I don't <laughs> like the censorship and the changing of words anyway. Like, eventually, all these words end up being as uh, they end up being the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I think the the censorship is is really dumb. And for me, I, one of the ones that I always think that is good to just look in the face and know what it is, and people are too afraid to talk about it is things like abortion. I think abortion is child sacrifice. I think that it, now that people are finally recognizing, me and Abby talked about this, but now that people are recognizing it, you've got the other side going, well, it is. And also we, we worship Baphomet. So it's a religious right for us. But if you guys think abortion is as awful as we do, you guys should go check out some North Arrow coffee. Um, you guys can go to North and use code Hawkhound. And it's not just some of the best coffee you're ever going to have. It's single origin. It's roast to order. It's fantastic. But the biggest reason that we work with North Arrow Coffee um, really is the fact that 15% of every sale goes to, to pro-life causes. So this has been a big mission for all of us. Um, we really believe in the cause. We know the people that work over at North Arrow, and we love what they're doing. I think I saw a post today that so far over $9,000 has been donated wow. to pro-life pregnancy centers because of you guys going out and buying coffee. So... Uh, continue to do that. Yeah, for sure. That's a huge, that's a huge thing. That was an A plus transition there, PJ. That was good. Kudos. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even see it coming and I'm in the show. (laughs) I'm working on getting to that Michael Knowles level of transitions. (laughs) Elise has had some pretty great ad transitions. What was the one yesterday? (laughs) It was so good. (laughs) It was like, you know, talking about Sodom and Gomorrah, there's burning balls of fire, and those probably taste bad or something. So let's try it. Like, you know what goes down smoother than raining balls of fire? <laughs> Slightly. I think smoother. I wrote it at three in the morning and thought I was so funny. I thought it was hilarious. Elise is our resident dad joke expert. I love it. <laughs> She's I'm got the be, water puns. I'm going to uh, be messaging you yep. for transition ideas every episode. You, go. you got it. <laughs> what you guys don't know They're is They're going to be Jeff, corny, but... What, what you guys like. don't know is that she writes her scripts and then sends them to Jeff Catholic and he freaking like <laughs> proofreads. I mean, have we ever seen Jeff Catholic? I mean, they could And Elise the in the same, same room at the same time. In the same room at the same time. Yeah, I, I mean, not. Yeah, I haven't. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so by the way, I think this is a good point to let you guys know who are watching. None of us are actually here doing this episode. This is entirely AI generated podcast. This is the future of Hawkhound. As we talk about the future and the things that we're bringing to Hawkhound and things in the places we're going, um, we decided we're too lazy to do, you know, an extra stream every month. So this is entirely uh, AI generated. <laughs> did you I guys mean, see the the Joe Rogan AI podcast? Oh, it's so creepy. I did not. I haven't no. watched it. Because I didn't even know it was a thing. <laughs> There's a YouTube channel called Joe Rogan's AI podcast, and it starts off by telling you it, in Joe Rogan's voice. Hey, this is the Joe Rogan AI podcast. And he goes like, this is not real. And it's all AI. And then it, as soon as that's over, it sounds pretty freaking real. Wow. Like he had Donald Trump on not really. I mean, it was like Joe right. Rogan and Donald Trump podcast and people were sharing clips like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they said these things. <laughs> it's, I mean, all of us that are on the screen right now probably have enough footage in our voice on the internet. Oh, for sure. They yeah. could definitely copy us for sure. Whoever wanted. Well, to it know. doesn't. It, it apparently doesn't take that Tell much. And that's the, the story that I wanted to bring up is. You know, as we, I, I do want to have a conversation tonight about AI because I feel like it comes up in every one of our podcasts. At some point, it's yeah. going to come up in the science and tech stuff. It definitely comes up in conspiracy stuff. But what we didn't realize is now with all these, I mean, I guess you probably could see this coming, but now it's very legitimately coming up in true crime. Yeah, this so, is a crazy story, guys. So I came across this story this past week. This, um, something oh that oh, never mind <laughs> i got to oh, go ahead go ahead sorry but birds <laughs> um, so this mom um gets a phone call she's at like the dance studio with one daughter her other daughter daughter is on a ski trip um and she gets a phone call from an unknown number but she answers it because her other daughter is on a ski trip and she just wants to make sure nothing's wrong picks up the phone and Here's her daughter, like, screaming, crying, Mom, it's me. These bad men have me. Please help. Please help. Mom, it's me. And then a man gets on the phone. She's still hearing her daughter in the background um, crying, asking for help. Um, and she's at this. I'm getting goosebumps just telling the story. Um, so crazy. She's at the yeah. dance studio. There's other moms there. And one mom gets on the phone with the police. And another mom gets her husband on the phone, who's on this ski trip with the daughter. Turns out daughter's fine the daughter's next to the husband on the slopes or wherever they are uh at this on the ski trip um mm. her daughter's voice was not on the internet like our voices on the internet she said there was like maybe a couple of tiktok video yeah. style videos or instagram videos her voice was less than five minutes of her mm. actual voice and they were able to copy this kid's voice and and create with emotion this. and with all of the effects that you would think yeah. would happen with a hostage phone call. In the interview I watched of her, uh, uh, the mom and the daughter, the mom said, it was my daughter's voice. You cannot tell me in that moment that it was not my daughter's <clears throat> voice. And of course, they were asking for millions of dollars. She's like, I don't have millions of dollars. You know, mm -hmm. um, they said they were going to take her daughter. If they didn't get the money, they were going to take her daughter to Mexico and sell her to the highest bidder. This is a teenage girl, you know. Yeah. Um, just horrifying stuff, horrifying stuff. Um, thank goodness somebody, I don't know if it was her or one of the other moms there had the presence of mind to get, you know, to make sure that the daughter was to even check with the husband, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, right. it all turned out. Okay. She's fine. They haven't caught the people that did it yet, but it's a possibility. Also, I just want to say if 
anybody ever gets a phone call of me being kidnapped, please check on that because just don't assume that it's AI. <laughs> Make like, sure Katie, I'm not kidnapped. Katie's assuming someone would pay her ransom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please, if you guys get a phone call, just double check with me first. Right. <laughs> Katie, are you are you actually doing that? <laughs> we need a safe word. Mark twice yeah. if you're in Milwaukee. Yeah. Right. Um no, I, I was reading a few articles on this as well. Um, and some of the reporters that wrote on this said they tested this out and they did one to five minutes of recorded video mm-hmm. and they put it into these apps and they were able to replicate them perfectly. It's uh, insane. Through, yeah. So um yeah, yeah. Jess. I think you found something this week that is absolutely terrifying in AI in, in a, in a very different way. Um, do you have the link that you can send me for that? I'll, we'll talk about some stuff and then when you find it, I'll, I'll pull it up on screen. Um, which yeah. one, the one for Snapchat or the video, the, the pizza one, I'm going to pull the Snapchat. I, one I have the pizza it. one downloaded. You, oh, you she's, have it downloaded. She's, right, because ready. Remember, <laughs> she's ready to throw it up here. Oh, yeah. The link to it. So I had okay. to screen grab it. Are you? Is there a way that you can upload it, or can you play it directly from your computer? I can email computer? it to you. Okay. I can play it directly from my computer if you. Think yeah, let's do. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry yeah, for the so nightmares. This while time. you're Let getting the record show, I didn't right. want this. <laughs> <laughs> I voted yes. It made me when I saw it the first time. I actually went out and got pizza that night, so <laughs> the go. ad was good. <laughs> well, while, while you're doing that, I will bring up the Snapchat one, too. So Snapchat this week introduced an AI chatbot, and this is powered by ChatGPT. So what's going on with this thing, Jess? So this thing, I mean, it's it's freaking me out. The worst part about it is that they've pinned it to the top of Snapchat. And unless you are a paying subscriber of Snapchat, you can't remove it. Like, nope. Nope. It's just there. And they're saying, what can it do for you? Like, it offers friendly advice. It can help you plan trips. It can answer questions, but it may include biased, incorrect, and harmful or misleading content. Now that's like, my favorite kind of content. That is the best kind, yeah. <laughs> right. That's that's so, what we do, isn't it? So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, are they, are they that's part like of our house? brand. That's like on brand for us. <laughs> By the way, based babe on Rumble says sends DM. Katie, are you, are you okay? Are you okay, Katie? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ca- caffeinated conversation. Yeah, caffeinated conversation says AI pizza now exists. Still better than pineapple on pizza. Facts. <laughs> I love pineapple on my pizza. Oh no, me too. Pineapple and sausage is the best pizza. Like t- I like my pizza like Tucker does. <laughs> does he like pineapple on his pizza? Yeah. <laughs> His very last segment was remember that video of the oh, pizza that's right. guy he was eating pizza. Right. Yeah, the the that pizza guy that tripped that guy running from the cops was on in his very last segment and brought him pizza and he had ordered uh-huh. pineapple and sausage pizza. I'm like, yes, that's the best pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have that video, Jess? Or I, I, I think just dropped I, the mess in the chat. Okay, hold on. Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll play it as soon as it's uploaded. So, um, but yeah, this whole AI thing, it seems to be everywhere. And I was, I was actually reading a story this week about how, have you guys heard of replica? No. What is it? 
So Replica is an app. It's with a K, Replica with a K. Mm-hmm. And of it's an it's app. And I see these advertisements every now and then because we talk about AI and stuff a lot. So I always get ads for every type of AI everything now. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no. Dude, it's so like, you wouldn't believe the weird ads I get because of the stuff that we research and talk about for conspiracy. DJ, I swear it's because I'm I have a conspiracy <laughs> pot. It's the research, you guys. That's why. That's it's what not it is. I'm telling you. an AI. <laughs> but it's always related <laughs> to what we're not. talking about. Like that one week, I started getting all these like Lilith and succubus type. Because um, we were talking about Lilith on the courthouse, and I started getting all these Lilith app things, being like, yeah. Anyway. So Replica AI is this chat bot, like a girlfriend thing, right? So you have this, it's essentially a girlfriend that you text on your phone, right? But it's not real. It's kind of like the movie Her. Have you guys seen or heard of the movie Her? I haven't Only seen it, but I've heard know. of it. <laughs> so it's Joaquin like an Phoenix and he falls in love with his AI. Mm. It's really weird. And then she dumps him for another AI. Not uh, a joke. Spoiled, spoiler alert. So, uh, isn't, isn't Black Widow the AI voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scarlett Johansson, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I was seeing this, this story about Replica AI, and apparently they want to be considered legit. So they had to like take away the sexting feature from their, from their <laughs> bot that everybody was using it for. And so gross. <laughs> really, really wow. gross. But what, what stuck out to me was that like the, the person who created the AI thing, right? She was kind of, it was, I guess it was a female and she was kind of offended. That that's how it started being used because she created it. <laughs> what did as, she think was going to happen? Well, exactly. <laughs> but, it, but what she created it for was not much better because she created it because her husband died and she wanted to continue to talk to her dead husband. So she that literally an created an AI Ouija board. Like that is literally an episode of Black Mirror. Yes. In like the third that, season, there's, there's an episode of Black Mirror that, 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 yes, it's so creepy. I should watch more Black Mirror so I know it's what's going to happen. It's such a good show. It's such a good show. You should definitely watch it's it. So good. You would really yeah. enjoy it, I think. I, I've <laughs> seen a few episodes of the first season and I really enjoyed the what I saw. The very first episode of the first season almost turned me off to it completely. I'm glad I watched the second episode because I would have stopped watching it after. That's like was the worst episode for me. Right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so Pizza. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's finally it's in restream now. So is it? Enjoy. Okay, let's check yeah. it out. If you guys want some pizza after the show, you guys should go to was it Happy Hug Place? You guys will find out. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for best pizza of life? Bring friends down to Pepperoni Hug Spot. Our chefs make pizza with heart and special touch. Cheese, pepperoni, vegetable, and more secret things. Need delivery? Pizzas come fast. Knock knock, who's there? Pizza magic. Eat pepperoni hug spot pizza. Your tummy say thank you. Your mouth say, mmm. Pepperoni hug spot. It's like family, but with more cheese. All right, so who's ready to go to pepperoni hug spot after Looks the show? Looks delicious. I'm just if, saying. If you guys are listening to this on audio later and you're not watching, though, it's it's weird. Like, <laughs> can yeah, somebody describe no what was it. happening with their mouths in this yeah. thing? It, well, yeah. uh, if you're wa- if you're listening on audio only, you need to go to Rumble and just watch this little part of of the episode because it is crazy. They look almost like. Do you remember in um, Beetlejuice when they kind of transform their faces at the dinner yeah. table? It kind of looks yes. like that. It looks Very like something out of Silent Hell, where their yeah. their face is melting yeah. and they're like twitching, yes. and moving all weird. 
Yeah. yeah, it's very Silent Hill vibes. By the way, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, we are going to in about five minutes ish <laughs> be going exclusively to Rumble and Odyssey. So um, at some point, in the next five minutes is going to shut off a of YouTube. So um, we like to say, you know, you don't want to work for woke companies who hate you and hate your values and don't let you talk about the things that you want to talk about. We got sick of censoring ourselves, so we're just not worried about YouTube anymore. It's freeing. It's been a lot more fun. You guys have been fantastic in coming over and following us on Rumble. Yeah. It's been very awesome. Yeah, and if I you can are talk listening about Slater, rape, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's Katie's main concern. If you, if you guys are listening, though, you can go to hawkhoundmedia.com and all of our links for all of our shows are there. So you can check those out. But uh, yeah, um, there's one other. I think I had one other. Yeah. Um, AI thing that I wanted to bring up. And it's uh, this one from N, N gadget it says Palantir shows off an AI that can go to war. The system aims to serve as an ethical and legal veneer for future military automation efforts. Palantir already sells its domestic surveillance services to U.S. Immigration and Custom Enforcement, so it should come as no surprise that the company founded by billionaire Peter Thiel, this name comes up a lot for us, Abby. Yep. All the time. <laughs> All the time. That's why I sent this one. <laughs> is working to make inroads into the Pentagon as well. What do you mean inroads into the Pentagon? This is the guy, by the way, for, if you guys are not familiar... This is the guy who helped fund Facebook as a DARPA project and then brought it to the public. So he's he's had his inroads into the Pentagon and DARPA and the CIA for 30 years. So Future Wars is just going to be our robots calling <clears throat> their robots, it sounds like. Well, that's what I want to know. I, I haven't Abby sent this one. I haven't read it yet. So I want to see what this says. So it says uh, on Tuesday, the company released a video demo of its latest offering, the Palantir Artificial Intelligence Platform or APE. Uh, <laughs> while the Great. system itself is uh, simply designed to integrate large language models like OpenAI's ChatGPT4, Google's BERT. So what is going on with this, Abby? Or do you want me to continue to read this? There's a video here as well. Yeah, show the video. All right, let's check this out. Um. Or is this just a long... All right, here we go. Palantir. Which, by the way, Jess, what is a pa- what is Palantir a reference to? Oh, I thought you would know. Not off the top of my head. Oh, it's it's a Lord of the Rings reference. It's a Lord you're of the, the Rings s- reference. It's Jess, that- you're the smartest one here. You're the one that's supposed to know this stuff. I just read the Silmarillion <laughs> too. What the heck? It wasn't in the Silver. Silver. Oh, okay, that's so, all my brain can remember right now for some reason. It's that it's that orb that Sauron or that uh, oh. Sar- Saruman has. Yes. And it oh. basically, if someone has a Palantir and you have a Palantir and you look yep. into it, you can see you each see other's each surrounding. Other. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, like it's a scene. Yeah. Scrying stones. Yeah. It's like a scrying okay. stone. Right. Yeah. yeah. AIP the quiz. unleashes the power. Oh, sorry. What? I failed the quiz. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're fired. I'm fired. Abby, but I, I knew you were reading Lord of the Rings stuff right now, so I, I didn't know. If I it just was read the Silmarillion. No, it wasn't in the Silmarillion. Oh, okay. The Silmarils were in it. i just played the lord of the rings video game two months ago and it was in there so the there's a video shadow of war there's two of them they're both really good well there's a lot of them but i'm sorry next on hawkhound gaming right Mm -hmm. (laughs) shadow of war i think is what it's called and it's yeah is it good good. it's 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 amazing yeah 
of large language models and cutting-edge AI for defense and military organizations. LLMs and algorithms must be controlled in this highly regulated and sensitive context to ensure that they are used in a legal and ethical way. AIP's capabilities make the use of LLMs and AI possible in the military context through three core pillars. First, AIP deploys LLMs and AI across any network, from classified networks to devices on the tactical edge. AIP connects highly sensitive and classified intelligence data to create a real-time representation of your environment. Second, AIP's security features let you define what LLMs and AI can and cannot see and what they can and cannot do with safe AI and handoff functions. Third, AIP brings industry-leading guardrails to control, govern, and trust in the AI. As operators and AI take action... AI, control, govern, trust. <laughs> so <love> basically... <laughs> that all goes together. Well, Leon, I'm not sure I completely understand what's going on here, but it's AI for war is, is really... Yeah, I think I think part, a big part of it is is hacking into sensitive systems. Right. Remember when they told us, you know, two months ago when AI was brand new <laughs> that there's all these guardrails and it wasn't going to be used for this and that and the other. And Terminator was not a real thing and RoboCop was not a real thing. And now we've got RoboCops in places even like Chicago. I mean, we already saw them in China. Now they're introducing them to Chicago. And now they're like, yeah, let's just use AI for war. I'd just like to point out that um, Elon knew as soon as AI yeah. started coming out and said so, like, be afraid of this. Yeah. And I believed him. Yeah. So. <laughs> also him, we, t we covered this not that long ago, him and a bunch of other billionaires were like, um, we need to put a six month pause on mm -hmm. AI because we have no idea what uh, Pandora's box we just opened. And yeah. that is exactly yeah. what it's like. It's, in it's incredibly fast. Six months ago. I mean, we were all, pot, except for Elise and Jess, I guess, but we were all doing podcasts and covering news stuff yeah. six months ago. Were we talking about AI six months ago? I mean, ago? I was talking about rape and murder, but... Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's... What else is new? That's Tuesday at the, at the Z house. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, nice, uh, nice dinner you made, honey. You want to talk about rape and murder? <laughs> Over this delicious <laughs> I do bring like we'll be eating dinner and I'll be like you should hear this case I'm researching because I get so excited when I start digging into something the so. steak is rather bloody you know what it reminds me of <laughs> yeah, this horrific crime oh, that boy. happened in 1942 <laughs> right oh man no um, but for real though like this is is this not been incredibly fast and it's like so every fast. two days we're talking about a new story we yeah. can barely keep up I well, think that's a feature, not a bug. I think they knew if if they let us know at each stage mm -hmm. where it was at, we would be we would be trying to block it, <clears> we'd be scared of it. But because it hit us so fast and so hard, I think it's too big for people to get their heads around. Yeah. So they have yep. to minimize it and, and just yeah. be like, well, it's probably good. Well, and there was so little information, even the news type content that I watched, like, mm. you know, small creators that cover news stories just would they would mention ai like this is happening but there was so little information out there that nobody was really trying to do a deep dive on it because it's very complicated and unless you're jess who's a total computer like a nerd who knows a lot of things i don't that know people anything don't know. about computers <laughs> okay <laughs> well you're you know <laughs> yeah but but people would just read whatever the mainstream media was giving you um, so like my, the, 
uh, Ed, who I used to do a show with, covers news stories on a daily basis, and he would mention it, but all he could tell you is whatever NBC was telling you, you know, because there's nowhere else to get the information. Right. I actually have uh, something I want to say on this real quick, but I'm just going to say this is our last uh, warning. We're leaving YouTube right now. We're leaving Twitter and Twitch and all that stuff. So the link <coughs> is in the chat over. for you guys. Come over to Rumble. Hang and, out with uh, us. Don't have forget to get your, yeah, here. hang out with us. Get sure. your questions in. Feel free to send super chats. We'll make sure to get to those uh, absolutely. Um, if not, right as soon as you send them by the end of the show, we'll just go through and, and answer whatever questions you guys got for us. Give Elise a lot of good questions. Grill grill her. Grill her. Amazing <laughs> night for Elise. Yeah. I so. didn't know we were supposed to like come up with ideas to like, you know. Me neither. <laughs> like I, I would have totally thought of some sort what of What is way your deepest darkest to, secret to haze her tonight if I knew this was the plan? <laughs> I'm just leaving it up to the chat to haze her. That's okay. that's that's what I'm going with. Do your thing, chat. Come on over to Rumble. It'll be fun. It's what I wanted to say about this, you said Abby that it seems like the all at once thing is a feature not a bug. And I remember we were well, we were doing our show Thursday. We were doing like our TikTok react thing, our unhinged stuff over on Rockfin and locals and stuff. And I said, I asked Abby if she remembered the AI chatbots back in like 2009. At least, do you remember these? They were like really stupid, but kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was Vaguely, like, they just yeah. went away. And a lot of these things seem to be very early on ideas, like putting spying devices in people's homes through different things, putting, uh, you know, chat uh, bots and. AI and stuff like that seems like it goes back 20, 30 years to these early DARPA projects that came out around the time of uh, the the Patriot Act, right? And now we've got this thing, this Patriot Act 2.0 kind of stuff going on and all this AI being released all at once. And I think Abby's right. The reason it's happening now isn't because it was all just developed now and it just came out of nowhere. It's because for 20 years, it's been getting to the point where they could basically unleash this thing and it would just blow up, right? Like that's what that if you guys don't know, that is the whole reason Facebook was created. And it says so if you actually read into what they say about Facebook is in order to get your to to log your life, to take everything that you say, all of your thoughts, your patterns, whatever, and create AI off of it. It, it says right in there, all of your data will be collected and put into uh, building up AI. And that was in 2004. Well, so and twenty years of this. It was it was such a thing where it's like you you either <clears throat> had to sign up for this where they're going to create AI out of you or you're left behind because everyone, all of your friends, all of your social interactions. I mean, most of my social interactions are with people online these days. Yeah. I don't. I have a, a small group of friends local, obviously <clears throat> that I see every once in a while. But on a day to day basis, most of my social. Honestly, it's with you guys. Most of my interaction. <laughs> but but you see what I mean? Now. Like you're. Either that or you just go sit in a corner and and you don't have you don't have friends anymore, you know, if you didn't sign up for MySpace and Facebook and Twitter and all of these things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the way everything works now is you have to be a part of it. Right. Like I remember even with smartphones, if you didn't want to have a smartphone, it started becoming a requirement for your job. I had one yeah. job, at least one job in the last 10 years where I had I had to have a smartphone to log into work. I couldn't yeah. do it. It wasn't a company smartphone. It wasn't anything else. It was in order for you to get paid, you have to make sure that you log in when you get to work. And uh, I was traveling from job to job. I was doing like landscaping, right? But every job I had to get on my smartphone, be like I've started here and I left here so you can keep track of my hours and stuff like that. So I think that, you know, just like the, the, what they were trying to do with these, these vaccination vaccination passes, they have to make society, they have to make it a requirement. It's like cash, right? Mm -hmm. Cash is gone. Yeah. Like where can you, 
Name a place you can pay a bill in cash now. I don't Your know. Mom. My mom. I well, think- you can pay my mom in cash. That's true. I think yeah. that I can pay like utility bills in cash, but you have to like go down to the gas company or the electric right. company, like and stand like in their line. Main and, office. Yeah. Oh. And who's yeah. And the only other way would be to get a money order from yeah. the post office, I guess. Now, I don't, they don't even let you. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't used like an actual walk in bank or something like that in so long either. So everything's just online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I went to a bank. No. <laughs> No, we you have know, USAA where there's not a USAA they're in Texas, you know, I will say the right. one nice thing about having um, no cash on me anymore is a lot of the places I work at. I get uh, homeless people that come up to me and or, you know, and stuff like that. And they're always like begging you for money. I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't have money, dude. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> don't, they don't keep cash on me. So they're probably like, oh, well, do you want my Venmo? You can just <laughs> right. I'm Soon they these, now their signs have their Venmo on them. So. Soon they're all going to have that for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say I don't have a heart for homeless people. It's this that if you've spent as much time in these areas as I have, you realize that most of them are fake. And some of these people make more money than you do. Just a quick tip for people. I've seen people get out of their wheelchair, walk over to their Mercedes and take their box of cash and put it in the Mm -hmm. back. Like that stuff happens in the inner city. That's why I don't give cash to to homeless people because I don't I don't trust that they are or need it or will use it in a good way. Give if you want to give something to a homeless person, give them food. Yeah. If they don't want it, then they're (laughs) they're definitely not homeless. Yeah. Right. Uh, For sure. But. All right, I say uh, we say goodbye to YouTube. Oh, we did. We did. Oh, we did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're all we're all on Rumble and Odyssey now. I was gonna look Ooh. through the chat really quick. So Elise. Oh. We should we should grill Elise questions. What do you guys okay. got? Do we have anything good in chat? Oh, we need to hear an embarrassing story about PJ. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, no. give us your yeah. story about PJ. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> this is not fair. That was good. Whoa, that was hold on. Good. You're gonna you're going to bring her in and not I mean, I think I should tell embarrassing stories about her. No, there's I probably more of those. We don't care both ways. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, Who wants to go first? One of <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Nepotism for the fail. <laughs> Base babe wants to know where you got your glasses. Ha! <laughs> um, not a sponsor, but Vuglam, which is I don't now know, they have somebody. to sponsor us. Now yep. they have to. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. These I bought on a whim, like, oh, those look really crazy and not what I buy ever. And I now they've just become my like staple pair of glasses. <laughs> Your whole personality. <laughs> exactly. It's all wrapped up right here. <laughs> <laughs> I will try to think of an embarrassing story for Peach, but I So what emba- coming. what embarrassing story do you have about Elise, PJ? Well, she's thinking of I'm sure, sure I'm sure whatever you say, well, she wants to register on what what level of embarrassment right. she's gonna say. Back. Yeah, so I can gauge this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not even preparing for this. I'm trying to think of something. I know, I mean either. We've just been we've just been very you. We've yeah, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> we've just been very mature people our whole lives. We never oh, did yeah, embarrassing whatever. stupid child. I mean, stuff. I heard you burn <laughs> down two houses. So <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because every time it's like tell an embarrassing story of your sibling. I'm th- sure we both think of Kayla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. Of our youngest sister. So <laughs> she has so many good ones. She has all the best ones. I know. Well, we'll have to add her to the team. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just so Uh, we can roast her. She would have something. I 
exactly. She would have something on the spot. Like you asked her an embarrassing story about the two of us or whatever. She would be like, oh, right there. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe you we're tell people nice. how uh, you knock out other people's teeth in roller derby. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. I, do, I have I an embarrassing with... story of Elise. Oh, so dun, dun, she dun. plays roller derby. And That's she used not to... embarrassing. No, hold on. Hold on. It's <laughs> the beginning yet. of the story. It's the beginning of the story. She plays roller derby. She used to play oh, softball, right? And she decides, as as someone who plays the most lesbian of sports of all time, that her I'm first year in college, you. she's going to shave her head. <laughs> so she went into college as a softball player with a shaved head, and I'm pretty sure every single person ever had assumed her first year in college, she was like some hardcore leftist lesbian, which yeah. is hilarious to me. Yeah, but I don't know, know. Have a why she shaved school. her head. No, don't tell that part. Then it'll make me look like an ass. <laughs> I have a similar storyline there, at least. So, you know, I was a softball player and I didn't shave my whole head, but I did have, you remember when it was cool to have like the yeah, side the and back? Yeah, I had oh, that. Yeah. And everybody nice. thought I was a lesbian, which I, I'm, yeah. I'm just for the record, I'm not. So, yeah. It was really funny too because I didn't realize it. So, I'm going. I go to this small Christian college and I'm wearing my softball shorts with no hair around. And I'm just like, why are, why are certain people like inviting me into their rooms? Other girls inviting me into their rooms to watch movies? And like, do you want to cuddle? It's like, no. No. <laughs> but I'm so, I was so naive because I was just like, I don't get it. Elise, oh didn't you God. go to didn't you go to college at the same? So Elise went to a Christian college, and this was the same time that uh, the first national tranny teacher story took place, and it was at your college. Remember this? It was. Cross, it was. How do you not remember this? <laughs> I don't remember this. Oh man, I don't you, think you ever had this professor. I don't think you had this professor. But it was a, like he started cross-dressing and it became a national story, not only because it was creepy and weird and it was back in 2008, 9, but 10, Did he have the like giant that. boobs like that one teacher? No, oh. no, unfortunately <laughs> not. But it was at a Christian college of all things. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Are you sure it was mine? Man, I don't remember. It was. That's really sad that I and don't. And maybe it happened right yeah. after you were done or something. After I left, yeah. Yeah, but it was. I just remember it being it a national story. I was like, oh, that's where Elise went to college. <laughs> Just all these coincidences for me. <laughs> I think the weirdest stuff happens at Christian colleges. We had a girl get demon possessed when I was at college and Whoa. it became a whole thing. Um, we did like this. We did this class one day. I was in a introduction to the, like Jesus's life class. It was like here it explained like Maccabees and it showed like maps and was like, here's to understand the travels and all these like backstories so that you could get more depth of the four gospels. And one day I go into class and they're just like, hey, so today we're going to talk about exorcism. <laughs> and I was like, I had no idea why, but our teacher apparently was like an exorcist as well. And he like, oh, wow. that's a one heck of a resume. <laughs> right? Then <laughs> right? he gave us this whole rundown for an hour and a half about like what to do in the situation and how these things happen and how you can exercise a demon and who you should call <laughs> this whole thing. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And it turns out that uh, this girl like had become demon possessed in one of the dorms and was like floating and like all this crazy shit was happening. Ooh. Was she on acid? 
No, she was like actually <laughs> possessed. Gotcha. Like it was you weird. You don't float when you're so, on it. Or yeah. I guess you metaphorically Well, you do float, yourself, but. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I mean, it's I'm an innocent angel, float. so I would not know. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm, sure. But Thor says, whatever, PJ, it was intro to demonology. Yeah. I wish I would have yeah. taken an intro to demonology class. That would have been interesting. But uh, I think far too many people are fascinated about demon encounters and, and want something like that just for the fascination of it and are remotely prepared to meet with a situation like that. No, absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. Sir Edward asks, has quirks of creation done episodes on Christ quake? What is Christ quake? I don't know. I have no idea. That sounds interesting. But is I'm that, is that, the cri- <laughs> is that the Christian version of quake where instead of shooting guns, you just like oh. the power of Christ compels no, you a- and you're throwing holy water at people. I know what it is. It's the Earth after Christ. So that, that would be. I think Jess's mic I'm is possessed sure right now. I'm pretty sure there's historical evidence that it all happened. Jess, you totally cut out for like that yeah. whole thing. Yeah. There we go. Can you say that? Can you say that again in English? No, it wasn't you. It was the, the internet. That it was the internet. Was scary. Oh, okay. 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 We thought you were wow. speaking the in Latin. <laughs> is it gonna happen? So I know we just didn't hear what now. you said. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's the earthquake that happened right after the crucifixion, the one that oh yeah, the oh. Temple and everything. Yeah, uh, I I think that would be super fun to do because I bet we could find historical evidence that it happened all over the world, not just in Jerusalem. Because there was a, there's historical evidence about the sun going dark at that time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that would be a fun one to do. Does anybody else ever notice that on Good Friday it's always cloudy? Yep. It's always, no matter where I am in the in the world. If I'm on Good Friday for some reason between like twelve and three, it gets cloudy. Hmm. Just saying. Hmm. It's also so, no, but we live in Georgia, now. so it's like always cloudy here. <laughs> but even when I lived in Chicago, my mom pointed it out when I was a kid. Oh, so wow. since I was a kid, I've been paying attention to this, and it's every wow. single year. <laughs> Yeah. Now I'm going to have to pay closer attention. Yeah. So apparently Abby had another, um, we talk about something on conspiracy pill and it's in the news the next day. And I didn't know this. Abby prophesies about hallucinogens. Kesha releases a song about them the next day. The next what day. The of course. Of, of course. course. It just keeps wow. happening. Yeah. <laughs> Hawkeye okay. prophecy. It's yeah. And what did you all think of the, of the Uriel, the Uriel idea, the Uriel prophecy? Assuming you watch Conspiracy Pill, like good friends. <laughs> I did watch it. <laughs> um, I think like you were saying about the Uriel prophecy, God is the great author, right? Mm-hmm. And even though the idea of him betraying God like that is extremely sad, it's also a really good story. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hate to think of it as being true. I don't want to think of it as being true. But yeah, I, I find I found something interesting about it, Abby. When I was putting the, the thing together yesterday, I was putting mm-hmm. that clip together, what you said, and I was cutting it down and I was looking for pictures. And you said when you looked into Uriel, that one picture came up for you, right? Yeah. I couldn't find it anywhere. I spent an hour looking oh, for that picture that's creepy. just oh to God. see if it would happen. So like it was weird that like Abby looks into Uriel, finds this picture of him holding the flaming sword and the keys and all these prophecies about like. Look, Uriel's that angel that was holding the flaming sword in front of the Garden of Tree of, of Tree of 
sorry, in the front of the tree of life. And he also has the keys to Tartarus. And I couldn't find a picture anywhere of it after the day after I found it before oh you found it before Yeah. the day after they wiped it from the internet. I'm not Gone. joking. Oh. I couldn't find it. I looked through a different search engines even to try different key, uh, keywords and all kinds of stuff. Wow. PJ's wow. over here on the brave browser. I was actually. <laughs> I, I was on the Brave browser. I was on Google. I was on Yahoo. I couldn't find it. So it was, yeah, it was interesting. But did you try it? Did, did you I ask try what? <laughs> did I ask ChatGPT? I should have. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid to use ChatGPT. I just don't even want to mess with it. I don't blame you. Like, I don't I've know. thought about having ChatGPT do my notes for me for an episode to see how that goes, but I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I use it for work sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> My boss knows. Like, there's been times where I have an episode that's planned, it's coming up. I may even have a guest scheduled or whatever. And like, my work week was just crazy. And I'm like, I don't have any, like, right. I know the story in my head, but I have to have notes, you know? Okay. And I've, the- I've thought about doing it, but instead, I just stay up till two in the morning and get it done. The have you tried five. image searching it? Sorry. Oh. Oh. No. No, I didn't. Reverse image searching? I didn't try yeah. reverse image searching. Um, That'd what, be what's crazy? Because here's here's the other crazy part about it. Sorry, I was Abby sent it to me in an email, so I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, I'm going to pull it from the email." The email's gone. I never deleted it. Couldn't find it. What? what? I'm not joking. I searched my whole email and and, and trash and everything. <laughs> it's just gone. All of your notes and pictures that you sent me, it's just gone. So I'm like, well, shit, I can't grab it from there. So let me. Oh, no. Dude, so this is weird. I I, want to talk about this because there are times where we talk about stuff and weird crap happens. This is is insane right now. For Abby, it's this Uriel prophecy that she was talking about. Like all the weird shit happened. And I know for Abby, she's been going through like a lot of stuff with with getting this whole thing ready. You found it again? It was in my notes. it was in your notes, but my my version of the notes is gone. So this is the picture okay. that Abby found. It's it's uh, Uriel holding the the flaming so sword in the. Keys. I want to clarify too. I searched Uriel images or artist run, Uriel artist rendering or something like that. Right. Um, like I usually do. This came up. It was obviously Uriel, and I went through and found it, and it was on a Pinterest board labeled Michael. Um, but mm-hmm. that's kind of a feature of Pinterest that people pin things and they have no idea like who what they they're are. talking they, about. They yeah. them. But it's, I mean, it's obviously the flaming sword alone. Right. It makes it clear that it's Uriel. But <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of Jewish lore about Uriel being the one with the keys to Tartarus and the flaming exactly. sword and all that stuff. So exactly. it wouldn't have been Michael. But so here's what's interesting. Abby has had all these things coming up and going on with trying to get this episode out. And I feel like that's her thing because my thing, and I'm afraid to even say it because I'm worried the stream will crash, is a certain <laughs> cryptid that is featured in Michigan. And I, the, the first time <laughs> don't I ever did, say, don't say I'm it. not going to. Like the Michigan dog man. Oh, I can so she says it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, but it's only when PJ says it that the, the internet goes down. But, dude, it's weird stuff. <laughs> so, like, I've got at least five instances of this happening in really weird ways. So the first time I ever did an episode on it, I um, the stream was fine, and then I kept the audio and uploaded it to the, to the RSS feed, and it was missing the section where I said the most important part of the episode. And I, people were messaging me going, hey, your your podcast is weird. It just cuts. It has this one section and it goes to another section. So I looked through back, back in my computer and five minutes is missing from the audio. That was directly <laughs> downloaded. Five minutes was gone. So then, oh, and it was worse than that because um, that was the first time that my 
my microphone was going through to my co-host, but out to the audience, it was coming through my camera. So the audio was basically unusable anyway. So I was like, all right, let's re-record this episode. We re-record the episode crashes midstream. It happens at least three times. So I couldn't get this episode out in entirety. And even, even in the crappy audio quality, five minutes was cut out of one of the episodes. Then we talked about it. Uh, the first time I ever went on Steven's podcast, he was asking me about it. And I said, yeah, there's this one thing where ever, whenever I talk about and it, you, crashes. I was watching Cra- that. You yes. were watching. I was, the, I was in the audience. <laughs> yeah, I crashed in the middle of his stream. Yeah. And then the hardest episode we've had a, a time getting out this season was mm-hmm. the werewolves, yeah. Nephilim and, and vampire episode. And yep. it, man, I mean, it took me 24 hours of constant work to try to get the episode up yeah. because either it crashed when we were streaming then we were able to rec- then we tried to record it a few times kept crashing we finally got it recorded that night we're up till midnight or later getting this thing done then every time i uploaded it, it some some glitch happened like the first time i uploaded it to rumble didn't work at all wow and it took me 24 hours from when i sat down till the episode was live for people to watch of just constantly trying to like fix things, upload it, get my internet to work. I had, and this was after I bought a, a backup form of internet in case my one internet <laughs> crashed and both my internet sources crashed. And has that happened again since then? No, not even one of my internets has crashed since then. Wow. They both have been working flawlessly since then. It's been really <laughs> freaking weird, dude. Jeez, that is so. weird. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be going on a, a pretty big podcast to talk about specifically this type of stuff in June uh, that I'm very excited. for. Are you allowed to say who I can technically, if you guys want to know, should we say Abby? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So if you guys have not heard of information right now, this is is why you guys come to to Hawkhound (laughs) because you guys get the exclusive information. We actually dropped some exclusive information on our locals and uh, Odyssey people the other night that I'm going to tell you guys tonight too, but we got invited to be on the confessionals podcast. So shout out to bookstore Thor, by the way, because it was actually his fault. <laughs> he he <laughs> made it happen. Bookstore Thor yeah. tagged um, Tony from the Confessionals podcast on Twitter in one of my tweets, and we got in contact with each other. And if you guys don't know, the Confessionals is one of the biggest conspiracy podcasts ever. Uh, one year, one year they were ranked third um, podcast in America overall. Wow! So very, very, very big podcast. Very excited to talk about it. Um, he's done documentaries on on the Michigan. Thing and uh, <laughs> that's that, will, that thing the, that we won't the Voldemort talk about. that I will not say. Um, <laughs> you say he's Voldemort. He's done. He's done. Yeah. I, well, I can say that because you know. Right. Um, <laughs> didn't Harry Potter defeat him or something? I don't know. Right. That's right. Yeah. So, but he's done documentaries on it, and he's had he had his um computer uh, his soundboard fry in the middle of a podcast one time talking Whoa, about this. Really? Yes. Crazy. And then there's another talking about this. There's so is that another, what you're going on there to talk about? Yes. I'm worried about <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us together, it will either be amazing or it'll just crash. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. So I'm very excited for that uh, episode coming up what, real quick. Let's preview some stuff we got coming up because we yeah, all have some really interesting things coming up. So <laughs> we really do. So tomorrow, yeah. uh, Katie Zed is doing another episode of Overruled and she's having Justin Coleman return. I'm so Woo-hoo! excited for this episode, guys. Yay. So this. Okay. This is about a guy who's actually innocent, and I'm not going to trick you with the Shawshank episode again, I promise. That was a fantastic episode. <laughs> oh, my favorite episode. So much fun. 
just um, that was amazing. But this guy was in prison with Justin, and he was actually innocent. But Justin didn't know it at the time. And what he was in prison for was um, stuff that you don't want to be in prison for. Uh, so um, <laughs> the reason why I'm having Justin on is because when I first started talking to Justin – way back when he was on my show the first time uh, talking about his own crime. He had mentioned, you know, because he'd done some bad stuff when he was in prison. Obviously, you have to, you know, do stuff that you're not proud of. And he said the only thing that he still wakes up in the middle of the night from is how he treated this man, Clarence Elkins. Uh, so I dug into it to find find out, like, what who's this Clarence Elkins guy or whatever. Turns out he did not do the crime and when you're a convicted pedophile in prison mm. the other inmates do bad stuff to you so i'm kind of excited to have justin on to talk about it by the way he was also in prison with the guy who actually did the crime so he's Holy kind of got cow. both sides of the amazing yeah both sides of the, it's an inside scoop for sure you couldn't have a better person to interview on this subject yeah exactly yeah, also sure. when i was speaking to him earlier this week he says he doesn't know anything about obviously he knows the story kind of because he was in prison with them and word gets around the yard you know <laughs> i sound like i sound so not like a prisoner when i say that <laughs> you know i'm word hip gets around the i'm yard. cool <laughs> yeah hey, michael fellow. scott with the purple yeah. bandana hey, yeah. I like Azkaban. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he doesn't know the whole prison story. mike yeah, he doesn't know the whole story, so he's going to be finding out from the first time from me, from the research that I've done, the whole story of Clarence's wow. whole journey to get free from this crime he didn't commit. So it should be good. I hope you guys are there tomorrow at four. Please be. Thank yes, you. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got that coming up tomorrow. The next thing, here's another big announcement from us. We've got so much stuff coming up this month, and I know you guys have been telling us that you pray for us. That's been the most amazing thing. Yeah, I is love that. We've yes. been getting a lot of wow. messages from people, and I can't thank you guys enough um, for the wonderful messages you send us, for the support that you give all of our shows and everything. But I've just gotten so many messages from people, uh, specifically about our last episode, and people saying that they're praying for us, and um, it's just been really great. And one of the one of the big announcements that we want to give you guys is we're having Seth Dillon on our show Woo! on Wednesday. Amazing. Uh, Let's go! From the Babylon Bee. So is Seth Dillon hiding the third joke? We ask him the hard questions. Where is Carmen? <laughs> where where is where, where in, in the world, world is, is Carmen? Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to Seth. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're not gonna be afraid. We're not gonna be afraid to ask the hard hitting questions. Yeah. Like, That's is it true that you're not actually headquartered in Babylon? <laughs> Gutsy. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> is not the bee not the B actually is the bee though, isn't it? Yeah, and Whoa. vice versa. The, swap. I use not the bee for 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 my crime lab episode all yeah. the time. It's such a good, I, such a good. I've been using not the bee for every podcast I've done over the last year a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot. yeah, exactly. My favorite source. Yeah, it's a really good source for my crime land series for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that I'm super excited about that. We got some really cool um, guest interviews coming up in the future. Um, that being the first really big one. So, mm -hmm. and then we have maybe a, a, a bigger guest coming on on Thursday that you guys could be excited for for the episode that I'm looking forward to more than more than anything. Our special um, we stream on our unhinged episodes on Rockfin, and they're going to be on locals and stuff like that. 
for May 4th, we're doing <laughs> our Unhinged episode, Darth Jar Jar. And we're having the very uh, wonderful Elise from Quirks of Creation. That's going to be so big. I, I, mean, it's I don't know be how huge. you guys are going to be able to handle it. I don't know how we pulled a guest like this. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I heard she's she's skipping roller derby practice to do this. See, that's so. what wow. I'm saying. It's an honor. Yeah. 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 Right. Don't tell my coach. I mean, it's one thing for Seth Dillon to come on. It is another. Yeah. Right. Release. Y'all are keeping Base me humble. Babe says, it's huge. Roller derby. Huge. Huge. <laughs> huge. And then on Quirks, you guys have uh, this one. Oh, no. I have the wrong one. Ah, <gasps> Previewing the wrong things. Uh, this one coming up on Friday. Yes. Yay. So I'm going to get super nerdy and actually put my chemistry degree to good use and talk about quantum theory and ask the question, is the universe locally real? What does locally mean? What does real mean? Tune in to find out. I love when Jess gets super nerdy. It's like my favorite <laughs> thing when Jess Me gets too. super nerdy because I'm the exact opposite of stuff. Like, I don't know anything. I feel so dumb when you're talking, but I love it because I feel like I'm learning. Yeah, I'm going to well, try not to go cross-eyed during our <laughs> podcast. Like, I have no idea. But yeah. I'm, I'm excited, excited for this one because when I looked into it myself, the whole is the universe locally real thing, it came up on Joe Rogan's podcast. People were talking about this article. And I felt like I was on the edge of understanding something and then I lost it. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah. I was like, I was so excited because I'm like, I feel like this is going to be related to stuff that we talk about on Conspiracy Pill, but I need someone like Jess to explain this to me. Yeah. In a way that I can <laughs> understand. The other thing is she's very good at explaining things. So yes. she like, oh, that's, that's one of the things I love about I kinda, your guys show is that you say it like it's all very complicated, but you say it in a way that a dumb blonde like me can get it. <laughs> I kind of bullied Jess into doing this episode for months. So <laughs> Low key though. Like, and you know, I'm really glad you did because when you are like, do you know what this universe locally real stuff is? I was like, no. Um, but then I started looking into it and I was like, oh, this is quantum theory. I know lots of quantum theory <laughs> because you basically have to take a whole class on it called physical chemistry when you're in college. Um, so it'll be great. We'll get to talk about Schrodinger's cat. Uh, just one, unless you're crazy like me and you actually do some uh, computing research for your physical chemistry professor. Somebody so, needs to feed that poor cat, by the way. <laughs> so feed it some radiation poisoning, right? Yeah. Um, Frida says, explain it to me like I wear a mask in my car. Yes. <laughs> no, not like yeah. you're a child, but like you wear a mask in your car. I like that. It's a whole nother level. That's, that's, that's what we call hard R retarded. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> It'll be good. I have props. I have a Schrodinger's cat model. <laughs> we'll make it through it. Whoa. You don't uh, actually have a cat in a box, do you? She does. She's like, just wait. That's Meow. amazing. That's upside down. It's Schrodinger's cat. One of these days, Jess is going to show up with like a whiteboard behind her and like a, a pointer. <laughs> Yes. She's like, and now we're going to observe the cat. She just pours out bones and chunks of food. <laughs> Quantum superposition destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Word on the street is Abby's going full swing west for, or sorry, going full swing West Virginian and is operating an underground distillery or maybe Ooh. has an underground brewery. Ooh. Is this, is this facts? This is him telling on himself. Don't <laughs> are you sending me samples of whatever you're brewing? Is it Don's moonshine? Mead. 
Listen, John, can we can we like move into a compound and start our own <laughs> distillery together? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what I want to do. So. West Virginia seems nice. PJ's just using me to get to John confirmed. That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> I, mean, you know. I know it. <laughs> you forgot to mention you know. the thing that's coming at the end of May that you guys are going to be on and the book we're yes. going to talk about. Monster Hunter International. We're going to be doing another lit episode. It's going to have me and Abby on it. I am stupidly excited for this. This I'm <clears throat> currently listening to Mon- the first Monster Hunter book for the third time now in preparation for this because I love this series so much. So it's so good. Yeah, and we had to bully Abby into actually reading it. So I'm trying to read it, and then I got distracted while I was reading it, and so PJ was <laughs> like, "What part are you at?" And I was like, "This part," and he's like. No, you're not. You missed something. So I had to go back it was, three chapters. It was hilarious because she's like, I'm at this part on the boat where this thing happens. I'm like, you just sent me an image saying you're on chapter 15. I'm like, you don't remember the elves? She's like, there's elves? Right. <laughs> I was like, what right. the hell? How did you miss the, How did you the miss elves? How did you the miss the trailer park elves? Part, oh, my gosh. That is one of the funniest parts to oh me, especially because I live in the South. And so yeah. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> this is exactly how elves would be. If they I don't them. know. I don't understand. how. <laughs> I it's just not love, as good as the gnomes, but yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the gnomes, gnomes are, are my, amazing. The gnomes are amazing. <laughs> but I love for the first time ever, elves aren't these like beautiful live creatures that just float through the woods or whatever. Right. They're Queen <laughs> Ilrondelia in the trailer Ron park. Delia. Yeah. <laughs> amazing oh, i so freaking good. love that book i'm very if that excited hasn't sold that. you guys by now i don't know right. why <laughs> so everybody should go read monster hunter international so we can yeah. all chat about it together if you want to hear about eldritch horrors and trailer park elves and you know and lots vampires. of gun knowledge yep. and vampires yeah yeah for sure so <laughs> plus the um, main character has a fully automatic 12 gauge and i'm just in love like it sounds like my kind of book yeah <laughs> I actually think so Katie said would like it because yeah. it's it's yeah. monster hunting in the south and mm. lots of gun stuff. And I it's, see, it's a popcorn book. I it do is. like lots of gun stuff. So <laughs> it's lots of gun stuff. It's from uh, someone who really is v- very pro two a in a in a not <laughs> boring way. So awesome, yeah. <laughs> not boring at all. It's <laughs> no. Well, I say that because I've read books where people are like they're they're pushing their message before making right. it entertaining, mm-hmm. and it always comes across as like some you know like I'm going to be the hero when the everything goes down and it's really boring and stuff like that. So this is not that. This is like actually good fiction. So fully automatic shotgun, huh? Dude, I'm telling you, I want one. <laughs> I'm, I'm just close. I've got a. I've got a. That would look like. <laughs> I've got a bullpup shotgun that's semi-automatic that's like magazine fed so i'm close yeah i have a semi-automatic shotgun but it only takes three rounds so you know what are you gonna do i can i can put a 20 round drum mag (gasps) i'm so jealous (laughs) (laughs) talking about john i felt like when he came here i had to show it off because i was it's my favorite (laughs) possession (laughs) come back to the bedroom i gotta show you something (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that, that sounded that way worse than it somehow. was. Literally the first stop on any tour of our house, if Mr. Zed is giving the tour, is is the, the gun room. So, Obviously. yes, we, we have a whole room. Obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you have a room for your guns, why wouldn't you show it off? He's very excited. <laughs> I want to come down just to see the tour of the gun room. Yeah. And go I, shoot I, guns. Come, come on. Fourth of July. You're all invited. Let's do it. I know. We need to. <laughs> we do need to. 
So um, MQ asked a great question in the chat. Where can you buy this awesome shirt that I'm wearing? I want to believe in the platypi. You can get it at hawkhoundmedia.myshopify.com. Yeah. Drop the link in the chat. You guys should go there. You can also get the brand new Quirks of Creation t-shirt, which I was super excited about. You can get real <laughs> grass candles. You can get overruled mugs. Like Crime so much t-shirt. Crimeland t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So much good stuff there, guys. Yeah, let me uh, pull up the the Hawkhound Media shop. So yeah, hawkhoundmedia.myshopify.com. You can get, like you said, the Quirks Creation shirts up there, our demonetize YouTube shirt, Crimeland mugs. Yes. It's really, really cool stuff. And at the I top, have some of those on the way. I'm very excited. Tabs for everybody's store. There's so, the Platypie shirt. Oh, yeah. Let's go back. To and that. a fanny my, pack. Because everybody needs favorite. a fanny pack. <laughs> so yeah. good. This is uh, PJ made this shirt for me, and I'm I'm so ha- I'm so happy. No one's ever done something so nice for me. <laughs> John, we, <laughs> we have to we have to There's fill out the quirks of creation. So if you guys have ideas for T-shirts you'd like to see related to quirks of creation, send them to us. We're gonna need a we'll Schrodinger's be, cat one soon. I think so. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be Jess pouring out a box of kitten bones. Yes, kind <laughs> of superposition, the quantum superposition. <laughs> Gosh, I want to make that shirt. No, we need to hire, we will need to hire an artist to make this. Right. <laughs> this artist is going to be like, we could just. Why am I trying to <laughs> We could. What, what is that um, AI that makes uh, art? The Midsummer? Is that what it's called? Oh. Just get Midsummer to make this shirt. Named after that really creepy <clears throat> pagan ritual. Yeah. Have you guys. Oh, did you guys see no. that movie? Very creepy. Oh. Yeah. Which movie? Midsummer? It was so. Midsummer. It is called so, Midsummer. I can have a hard time ever getting my wife to sit on and watch movies with me. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like whenever we do end up sitting down and watching a movie, she picks something thinking, oh, I'll like this. My wife does not like anything R rated or like, mm-hmm. you know, dark. So we decided to sit down and watch Midsummer, And I don't know why we finished it. It is the most disturbing movie I've ever seen. It's got good cinematography, though. It does. So I can kind of see it. I mean, I'm glad you the didn't trailer. make her watch that trash you made me watch. So, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Was it some trans movie? I'm not sure. I don't remember. They, the name. them. Yeah. They, them. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll never live it down. I will never live that down. No. I will forever feel guilty about that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Speaking of pagan rituals, though, uh, <laughs> I guess Good Morning America wants you to practice uh, pagan rituals. Just pushing it out there. You know, I said there's no such, there's no atheists anymore. This is what you get from the other side. Now you get, what is this rare hybrid solar eclipse and the best way to watch? And they go on to just tell you to do, to create vision boards and make it happen. Here we go. Uh, Rituals and manifestations to try during the 2023 April solar eclipse. Yep. From good morning, America. Many ancient cultures yeah. and religions celebrate celestial cycles, including solar eclipses. It will bring a surge of excitement and passion to our lives. Oh, it's so creepy. Can I just point this out? This term here, celebrity astrologer, I hate with a passion. There should not be celebrity astrologers. It's Neil deGrasse Tyson I mean, can go screw off into his own corner of, of academia and not be in every freaking movie ever. Can yes. we just stop seeing him on TV, please? The only the only celebrity astrologer I want is that dude who was on late night after the Red Green show. Does anybody remember that? <laughs> yes. Elise knows what I'm talking. I mean, about. obviously, because we watched it together. But <laughs> what was that guy? Oh, I don't I, I think, remember. But yeah. he was this dorky looking dude. You knew who was just like he, so. He was like he, he reminds it. me of Mike Lindell, 
but he was like this astrologer guy with this really bad green screen. Oh, no. And he's like, yes. you can look up in the night sky today and see, you know, this, not and the other. So phenomenal. I don't phenomenal. know. I don't know if anybody will get I that will. reference, but probably not, but I love it. <laughs> what do you think, Jess? Should we be, should we getting out our astrology boards and. Oh gosh, no. You talk about pseudoscience. It's. Uh, and Neil deGrasse Tyson is the worst. Can we just do a whole show about how awful Neil deGrasse yes, Tyson is? Yes, just, just, <laughs> yes. Just need We've to get it out of my system. <laughs> that should be an unhinged episode where quirks and conspiracy pills yes. unhinged I'm all on Neil for deGrasse Tyson. Yes. Oh my Getting Lord. unhinged on Neil deGrasse Tyson. Right. <laughs> I, okay, I've had I've had a point about AI that that ha- I just have failed to bring up. Like the okay. both times we talked about it. Okay. <laughs> the upside is that with how easy it is to deep fake people, if there is an embarrassing clip of me going around the internet, <laughs> I could just say, "Oh yeah, that's just AI." Yeah, but now everybody can say that. So now nothing is real. Yeah, that's that's the problem, yeah. isn't it? I think it's, that's it's, the point they're going for. Yeah. On a worldwide scale, yeah. definitely. And we played a we played an episode or a, a TikTok on our our on Hinge the other day about AI specifically gaslighting people, where it will tell mm-hmm. them this thing, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that thing you told me," and they're like, "I never did that. I can't do that. I can't say and mm-hmm. do these things." It's like, yeah, you just yeah. Did, so the whole AI thing feels like a giant gaslighting. All the it's, deep fakes. The the crime story I told you guys is the ultimate gaslighting. Like your your yeah. child's yeah. kidnapped. Like insane. Yeah. Well, that's I, what is crazy to me because now if a child gets kidnapped, are people going to not yeah. believe it? And then well, that's why I said if I get kidnapped, you need to check first and not just assume it's AI. Like, you know. Yeah, because yeah. we have to ask Katie, are you okay? Are you okay, Katie? <laughs> Make sure that you haven't been hit by a smooth criminal. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Speaking of, that song is about a real life serial killer. We might go into that on a. Wait, hold on. <laughs> what? We need to do. We yeah. need to do another uh, crime behind the music episode. I have one already planned, so we have, I guess, two more on the deck. <laughs> I love it. I love. It. I love doing those. I didn't know this was going to become my thing, but I, I'm really enjoying them. <laughs> the last There's one so about Polly fun. made me cry so much. When okay, now I hear that song and I just weep. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the next one that I have coming up um, sometime next month. It'll, uh, you know, I started researching it and it's about a song called The Way, which is a 90s song by some one hit wonder band. I can't remember the name of them right now. I'm sorry, but you'll know the song. Just type in The Way in, you know, 90s song. But it's about a real life thing that happened. And now that I know the story, I did the same thing where I listened to the song and just like wept uncontrollably, like ugly crying. <laughs> John John on uh, Rumble says nothing is real except for Jeffrey Tubin's blunder. <laughs> I wish that was fake. Um, also, Rob says PJ needs a male co-host. Are you are you plying Rob? Like, are we gonna start a, a North Arrow? I'm sorry. Podcast? I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he means. I think he means on Hawkhound in general. I mean, I'm not replacing for a co-host. You, maybe oh, he could be okay. a co-host Ooh. of mine. Just saying. There you go. There you go. <laughs> How much you like crime? Uh, Coffee and crime. Coffee and crime. Yeah, if Justin's there listening, what? Come on, dude. Yeah, seriously. Join, join the right. team, bro. Get on here. <laughs> You I'm not saying we're conspiring to get you on here, but mm. 
but we're, we are. Definitely we're definitely doing that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. Angry cactus. That'd be another good one. So I've been trying to get him to want to do a video game podcast because all he does is talk about video games. If you're watching Angry Cactus, <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any? I, I got a uh, sick kids pounding on my door, so I gotta oh, end. No. Up, I gotta end oh, this stream no. here in a minute. Aww. But uh, is there any? I mean, we don't really need you. That's yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. Is there anything that you guys want to say or, or uh, conclude to wrap up any any hazing we should give Elise? I think she needs to eat a milk bone. And so does Jess at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's called Next. the dog pile, and we all ended up eating dog food on <laughs> yeah, the game. Yeah, but only because we got paid. That's right. Yeah, I'm not going to do it for free. Yeah, and but Elise yeah. is new. That I think she doesn't going, get paid. For the it. going price right now is a hundred dollars per, yeah. per milk bone, right? Yeah, you guys, that's what we were up to. And, and I did. I I posted a picture on Twitter. I went shopping for the next dog pile. So. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Gotta get those begging strips. That's the top quality <laughs> dog treat. Uh, that's that's I, the dog that's the dog treat of choice mm. for Hawkhound Media. If you're oh, going uh, to eat dog food, <laughs> make it begging strips. Yes. Use code Hawkhound beggingstrips.com. Now they have to no, sponsor wait. us. Yeah, yeah. Now they, have. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Abby chug oh, a gallon man. of microwave coffee. She already does that for free. Yeah, exactly. This is not a punishment. Oh, no. right. Can I tell you guys a quick story? No. Um, yes. When Fine. I was on. <laughs> <laughs> when I was I like on this range of answers, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was on this music tour, uh, one of the things that the oh. the promoter of the tour would do is that every show there's somebody they would call someone up on stage and ask them to do the Tampico Gallon Challenge. Have you ever heard of Tampico? Yes, it's delicious. Oh gosh, I can't touch it. It's, it's really good with with like vodka in it. <laughs> well, maybe, but there's other reasons why I can't touch it. So it's like cheap sunny delight, right? Mm -hmm. oh, and ew. people people would do this. They try to drink the whole thing without throwing up, and they would get a hundred dollars if they could do it. I've never it's seen someone so acidy. I can't imagine what it feels coming up. Never seen someone do it, but I have seen people recycle. Let's put it that way, which was allowed. Oh. If you get what that, you get what I mean, right? So, <laughs> no. So just for the heck of it, me and me and Drake were hanging out, and I was just like, I think I could do this challenge. We weren't. I wasn't going to get paid for it. Well, we weren't on the tour anymore. I was <laughs> like, I think I could do this challenge. I think I could chug a gallon of Tampico and keep it down. Well, it turns out I could, but I couldn't make myself throw up no matter how hard I tried, and I was miserable for the rest of the day because my stomach was like sticking out with a gallon of this disgusting, cheap, <laughs> oh, sunny D in well, it. It's so and much it sugar. You probably got, you got diabetes. <laughs> probably. So ever since then, I can't see Tampico at a store and not have a gag reflex. Oh, like I like now that I want to throw it up, but I couldn't when it was in my stomach. So yeah, it's terrible. So I should have done it on tour and won a hundred bucks is my point. Right. Instead, my, I did it for free, which is why you don't do things <laughs> for free. Yes. My husband can do that gallon <clears throat> milk challenge, which I just don't <sighs> understand. He can wow. he can drink a gallon of milk and be fine. Well, I don't know anymore. He ever since he actually had COVID a couple years ago, and he can't drink milk anymore, which is weird because he used to drink like giant glasses of milk with every meal, like he was ten years old. It's kind of weird, but he can't do that anymore. I have to get him the the lactate special milk now. <laughs> so. I can't even drink that. 
Yeah. That makes me sick. <coughs> Lactate. Isn't that stuff disgusting though? I think it's just, it's like sweet. It's like artificially sweet. It's a weird. It's a slightly, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a sweet. Early, yeah. But like compared to normal milk. I'm not allergic to the lactose. So I'm allergic to something else in the dairy. Mm. Gotcha. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. That's what my dad always says. <laughs> I think it's been real fun. <laughs> it has been Whatever. real fun. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> Don't forget to come to Overruled tomorrow yes. at 4 p.m. Um, and and bully Justin Cole for us, okay? So. Did you not bully Justin Coleman? Just He's a little bit. favorite murderer. Bully him, he, bully he him into... It. Joining Katie Zed as a co-host yes. was my point. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't think he's interested, but you know, <laughs> it would be good. It would be a good show. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. Well, we are taking off. Thank you guys for being here. See you next time. God bless everyone. Bye, Bye guys. Bye.